Hello everyone, welcome back to the old MCU crew. How do you do? Bronze, are you surviving the heat? I know it's bad over there. It's no. like it's literally like setting records. <laughs> like no. I think yesterday was the hottest recorded day ever or something insane. Yeah. 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 It's the thing is, is like we most places out here don't have central air. Right. So the weirdest thing has been trying to cool down my electronics because I think last time I streamed I was saying I kept getting a weird internal heating error on my A7 yeah and like yeah like even this morning like half of my electronics overheated so I turned them off overnight trying to keep everything cool I've got luckily I've got a couple of like window units but I've actually been rotating like what rooms they go into to try to yeah mitigate some of the heat that's crazy it's, it's bad I'm I'm used, being from Texas I'm used to like 100 plus you know, degree weather, but we have eight, we have uh, central cooling to like deal with that weather. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's, it's not that bad. Yeah. The entire West coast generally does not have, uh, you know, that solution. Uh, so it's pretty brutal over there from everything that I've read and, and seen. Uh, I think today was supposed to be even, uh, or is supposed to be even hotter than yesterday. If I recall, mm -hmm. like 105 yeah, or something, to get a break until Wednesday, I think. Yeah, I'm just worried we're going to transition from this oven into fire season. I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not built for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, stay safe. It's funny, like complaining about the weather because, you know, I lived in India for half my life, but I feel like we just have better methods to deal with it. And here, some of it is the housing construction because our houses are constructed to keep it insulated. Heat. Yeah. Whereas in India, you have like really open floor plan, marble floors, so everything stays kind of cool. Here, I'm just like, I can't even lay on the floor and cool down. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. Stay safe. If you need to uh, step away to go and fan yourself somewhere, stay in front of an AC, by all means, do it. By all means, I have do one it. going now. Let me know if the background noise is destroying and I'll go to push the top. Oh, it's but... terrible. Yeah, we, it's I can't so hear loud. it at all. You should Jesse's, definitely turn oh, it off. Jesse's being an ass. I can't hear it at all. So. No worries. No I just worries. want to see like really oppressively sweaty bronze. Like, help me, <laughs> please. Why is it? So no, I don't want to is... see her suffering. That's with Jesse. Come on now. What? Someone, someone has to be there uh -huh. to enjoy uh -huh. that. And that person's me. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Sure. Okay. And then I could. And then you don't get the long con, JP. I don't. Then out of nowhere, I'm like. I have air conditioning. Do you need? Oh, you're going you to come gonna... over. I got, I got plenty of air conditioning, <laughs> plenty of room. You can just stop I on see. by whenever you want. Bronze. Like, I it's see. Fine. What is this? The Jesse system? <laughs> <laughs> J <laughs> judgment. Oh. E expectations. Emotional lower manipulation. Them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. Emotional manipulation. S you're very suffer. good. Yeah. <laughs> And then another S, savior. <laughs> yeah, then I come in, I swoop in. What's I'm like, the but last I'm here C? for you. 
The last E is for extraction. Um, what are we doing here? <laughs> extraction. Yep, that's right. That's right. The Jesse system. <laughs> Entrench. <laughs> he entrenches himself in your life. It could be. It could also be ew. It could also be enjoy. There's a bunch of uh, ew? you know. Yeah. Ew. That's, I, why would I chat. do that? In my own system. Extortion. In my own system. Chat. You know? There's there's uh there's a bunch of uh, solutions there in chat. So yeah, I'm not gonna read that one, Slickster or Stickster. We're just gonna move forward. Uh, um, there's a lot going on in the old MCU world. Uh, we got we got WandaVision post credit scene changing. We've got uh, Shang Chi trailers. We've got a brand new episode of Loki. We got a mid season trailer that kind of has some more spoiler stuff. Um, I'll say this. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw it. We had a, I had a handful of viewers reach out to on Twitter and a couple people stopped by, uh, during the stream chat. Uh, apparently we're too good at deciphering what happens in trailers. Uh, and we I just mean, straight up, true. we just spoiled the fuck out of the most recent episode. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome for tuning in dummies. Yeah. <laughs> we spoiled it again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're really good at that. Uh, we straight up called most things. Um, I think Bronze and I are on similar wavelengths as well about episode three, uh, which yes. we'll get into. Um, I want to let you know that I saw that text or that message and was like, oh my God, that's brilliant. But then also yeah. the new, the new trailer they just dropped today or whatever. Right. I was like, I think that's ruined. <laughs> I'm like, all oh, my fun is ruined. Maybe could be, it could be. Uh, well, let's start off with, because I didn't even know this was a thing until uh, our, our resident newsman, uh, Reginald, uh, posted this on the old Twitters today. Reginald Newsman? Yeah, That's Reginald the 14th Newsman. Uh, old Reginald Newsman of the Worcestershire Newsmans. So Disney has changed the post credit scene on WandaVision episode 9. Um, Wait, like right now you can just go watch the post, like they changed it? Yeah. They straight up changed it. It's not massive changes. It looks to be most likely, from what I can tell, and we'll look at the images here. From what I can tell, it looks like they they started filming the next Doctor Strange, and they edited all of the locales to match what they are going to show in Doctor Strange, potentially. Um, what do you mean by this they've got photos here before uh this is on uh, the direct.com is who's reporting this and uh we can take a look here let me blow this up i don't know how to get rid of this sidebar oh well uh you can see right here this is the original and this is the updated the tree line goes out a little bit darker they also did some color grading uh on the image to match what i guess is going to be put into uh into dr strange potentially um, you can what? also see here, there's some more color grading. They've also added a shit ton more trees to make it more woodsy, uh, and whatever was changed here. Um, what a very strange change. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then right here, you that's can also so, see so more woodsy. minor to notice. I don't know how someone noticed it, right? Like, I don't know how someone looked at that and was like, wait a minute, that's off. <laughs> there's more trees. <laughs> there's more trees. Yeah. It's a little crazy uh to see that stuff um i think that there was also um someone said that there was like in the image for some reason they don't have it here in the image where they're floating across the water 
there's something in the water that's like reflective um, that they were trying to show, but I don't know if that's here. But it's mostly just like color grading and the surrounding scenery has been changed in the final post credits, final episode post credits. So that's a thing for those who care. Both, I see both of you just dumbfounded <laughs> trying to spot so, okay, the differences. So this is, um, I can't say that this is real. This might be something worth playing, JP, just for people to see. Hold on, let me. Is it the video? Send you of a the link. Um, it's not a video of water. It's a video of something else that's utterly bizarre. Okay. We'll put it in our little call chat here. Okay. Let's take a look. See. So this is someone is saying this is in the post credit scene for WandaVision. Uh, there is an updated. There's something in the background. Oh, this is the disc thing in the background. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, that's clearly just a silhouette of Doctor Strange. Here's the thing. It looks like a silhouette of Doctor Strange, but also I can't confirm that this isn't just an altered video. No, I saw multiple people reporting this. Um, and chat's also saying what I thought it was as well. Apparently, apparently it's an editing error. It's an issue with okay. the editing. Um, I mean, here's the thing. It, it right can here. be this a lot of things, but it's straight up just, it looks like... It's right the here. cape and everything. It just looks like it. I can understand why. This is how people see UFOs. Yeah, yeah. That this thing, is definitely it a UFO looks thing. like Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it looks it looks like an editing mistake, or maybe it you know, maybe it's Doctor Strange. Maybe it's Doctor Strange. I think it. I think it would be pretty remarkable if the reason all this stuff was changed is because for uh, the Doctor Strange movie they redid this scene to better match what they wanted to use as the opening scene or a scene in the mob madness. What does that say about movie making or TV show making that we could all have watched a version of that scene and then they can just go back. Like imagine if, okay, yeah, they put Dr. Strange into that. And that is the beginning of the Dr. Strange movie. And now they've changed the ending of this TV show. <laughs> right, right that's crazy there's like we edited it a little bit yeah like oh okay <laughs> i mean you know yeah yeah i don't know if it's george lucasing everything but it certainly is like something everything like it uh it does it isn't one of those like well i thought the scene would be better if it had a dinosaur walking around and it. it's not that it's like oh well we're retconning this moment if, it's, if anything, it's more like Blizzard, where it's like this new moment in a video game. We're going to change something in the past to make this moment cooler. That's mm -hmm. like what it feels like. I don't know. It's it's interesting. That I'm not they, against maybe it. they just couldn't get the locale to work for a scene they needed. Like maybe they were like, okay, so we're going to have this like sort of stinger in the end of WandaVision. And then in, in you know, Doctor Strange, we're going to have shoot this other scene there. And I think because they couldn't get, it wasn't initially Benedict Cumberbatch supposed to have a cameo in WandaVision. That, that and was then the they rumor. That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because of the pandemic. Then when they probably tried to use the location for whatever they had planned, they were probably like, oh, this would be better with X, Y, or Z here. Yeah. And then they added it and then just went back and changed it for continuity. It's, that's that's my theory. It's not the first time they've changed post credit scenes, right? Because I, I think in like, was it, was it? It's one of the the first movies. It might be Iron Man 1. It might be Captain Is this America. True? There might be something that like changed it 
Well, they they added the scene with Nick Fury, I believe, in like uh, one of the releases to like set up the Avengers. I think. I want to say there's like some added scenes in I think the Blu-ray release or some shit like that. Um, was it Captain America? Are you Chad? making this up? Are you making this up? No, no, no. I, as someone who recently watched it, I I rewatched it specifically for that scene. Um, I think it was it was either Captain America or Iron Man one, where they added a scene uh, to kind of discuss. The scene, you're telling me the scene at the end, like I almost vividly recall watching. I almost vividly oof, but I like <laughs> seem to recall that at the end of Iron Man one, there was a scene with. Nick Fury, Fury sitting I, on the couch. And maybe it's yeah, Captain am I America. Crazy, because it because Iron uh, is it Iron Man. I gotta remember Tom this. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tom. Yeah, Morello that, that post credit scene with Tom Morello. They took it out. Tom Morello shows that's up. That's what. That's why I knew it, and y'all thought I was crazy. Um, I'm trying to. Oh, oh, oh! It's in. It's in the Incredible Hulk. That's there what it is. Go. It's in the Incredible. I'm looking at it now on Google. It's in the Incredible Hulk after the movie. Uh, in the post credit scene, uh, General Ross is sitting in a bar or something like that, um, and Tony Stark approaches him and mm. uh, talks about the super soldier program that they created, the Incredible Hulk villain Abomination, uh, was put on ice for some reason. So that's why that's there. Oh, interesting to bring that up today. Yeah, Tony, Tony then tells Ross, uh, we're putting a team together, teasing the eventual Avengers movie. I don't think that that was there originally. I think that they added that in after the fact, chat, because Iron yeah. Man, uh, the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton was out way before Iron Man ever was, if I recall correctly. The reason mm-hmm. that no one knows that is because no one actually watches the Incredible Hulk in their uh, <laughs> their rewatch because it's one of the less uh, favorited movies. That was that movie that was in the movie in theaters. No, there's no way. It was definitely not always there, guys. There's no way that Iron Man showed up at the end of The Incredible Hulk in a bar scene. I mean, maybe. I I don't I doubt that was there. Yeah, that was added the but RDJ wasn't Iron Man yet. Okay. See, I think I think there's conflicting reports, which means that I'm correct, is what that means. Always. Is that how that works? That's how that works. Yeah, you can just claim that you're correct wow. if there's any uh, dissonance in the conversation. I've been doing that wrong for years. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I'm fairly certain they 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 tweaked something in some one of the original movies. I think it was the Iron Man, but I might be misspoken. So. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think it means really anything in the grand scheme of things, though. It's just they went back and and changed some scenery. It'll be. I'll be curious to see if that does pop up in the next Doctor Strange movie, though. Right. What if it is Doctor Strange and people caught it? The weird reflection thing. Could be. Could be. Could be. You never know. You never know. Uh, you guys want to talk about this Shang Chi trailer? The yeah. uh, least Marvel trailer in the history of Marvel trailers. Yes. Very really? Much. Can you let's dive in? Okay. Why is it the least Marvel trailer in the history of Marvel trailers? Uh, I mean. Most Marvel, like all the Marvel trailers up to this point have had like roughly the same cut. You know what I mean? Like they all feel the same. And this one does, it feels like it is less of a, or I guess whoever edited it. We know here's, I mean, here's what I'll say. It's very obvious. This is a Marvel movie. 
mm-hmm. because there are moments in this trailer where all of a sudden there's like, oh, that's a dragon, and oh, that's like abomination, and Binding things where it's like, oh yeah, no, yeah. this is yeah, this is clearly going to be Marvel. But the way they cut the trailer for like the first, I don't know, uh, like we'll say two thirds of this trailer. It felt like one of those old Jet Li trailers, you know what I mean? Like, for the one, or for all the, like, it feels different. The vibe feels different, and it feels just like a spectacular kung fu film, which is fine. I mean, that's the vibe of the movie, but it definitely has a different vibe to it. And uh, also, you know, they're dropping, like, Ten Rings things, but they're also just not mentioning the Mandarin at all, period. Right. Which is crazy to me, because that's such a huge tie-in that I think people will be like, oh, that's interesting. But I guess they're going to save it for the movie? I don't know. It isn't bad. It isn't a bad trailer. I was like, oh, hell yeah. That man murdered a dude with a ring. That's sweet as hell. <laughs> but it also does not feel like the way that they've been doing Marvel movie trailers for the last 10 years. Like, that you can tell what a Marvel movie trailer is because it follows the same, like, pattern over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't think it was a bad trailer. I'm very curious because I'm curious how they're if they're going to explain a lot of this shit, right? Like how deep they're going to go into the origins of all this, why the fuck a dragon exists and how a dragon exists. And if that's actually an alien, like the dragon potentially exists in the comic, I think Fing Fang Foom is a straight up alien, right? <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. Is that how dragons exist? I don't know. That's also also not Fing Fang Foom. Like, he also doesn't look like the dragon we saw. Like, the dragon we saw. They've already said, and and I think also the the Lego thing has already said it's not Fing Fang Foom. It's like. I mean, also. It's it's something else. That that dude looks goofy when you think about it. He does. When you think about the way Fing Fang Foom looks, he looks goofy. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, no, that's an alien. That's what definitely someone in the sixties was like, an alien dragon. Yeah. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, the great protector. I loved it. You liked it? Yeah. I loved it. I'm so excited. Okay, so first off, the dude that's playing like the 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 dad is from Red Cliff. Love him. I don't know if y'all yes. have seen that movie. Great movie. Love that. <gasps> love him. I love him. So I stand that man so hard. I love him. So getting him in a Marvel film is like such a, such a, because I've loved him since that movie. First time I watched the part one and part two of the international cut, which is a total of six hours. It's like almost Lord of the Rings level of long. Jeez. Y'all haven't seen the international edition of Red Cliff. You like the Dynasty Warriors. (laughs) That's a great movie. It's so, look, one of the greatest battles in the history of the world. On film, so good. it's amazing. Oh my god! The wind. Well, that's all. My, all right, I gotta shut up. No, Bronze, I love it. I, I love it. it. Yeah, it's great. Everything movie. about that movie is perfect. When they do their battle on the instruments, they do a they do an instrument battle where they're like both just like just like shredding, and and the, and the, but it's like it's like all spiritual and stuff, and it gets like head and it's like kind of like I'm gonna be honest, like kind of. Kind of hot, where you're like, <laughs> "What's going on here?" What's going this on is the exact here? opposite of that movie. So, is this Redcliffe an anime? Is like, is that, no, <laughs> it's a it's a live action version of like a famous I know, I know. Three Kingdoms battle, right? Gotcha, Which okay. is if you don't know what the Three Kingdoms are, they're like many games, mostly Dynasty Warriors. Wink, wink. July one, 
a Dynasty Warriors actual Dynasty Warriors movie comes to Netflix. I'm so hyped. You have no, it's gonna be ridiculous. It's gonna be ridiculous. Bodies are gonna like one guy is gonna kill a thousand dudes with one swing. I'm ready for it. I'm ready. Anyway, it's very cool. All the actors in it are very very good, and uh, one of the best actors from that film is the dad in this. Like, I have no doubt this movie's gonna kick ass. I'm like ready for it. Yeah. Uh, it looks very. But good. I'm really curious how they're gonna connect all of it to what's happening in the bigger world so of Marvel. But I feel like Doctor Strange is the linchpin, right? Like, it has to be. Because the crazier well, things in this movie can be linked to, like, you know, it's creepy Doctor Strange. I, you know what I mean? Like, it, let's get weird with it. There's definitely someone from, um, like, I, I think it, I don't know if it's confirmed. It looks like Wong is fighting Abomination. It's definitely like a sorcerer fighting Abomination. And it kind of looks like Wong. I don't know if it is. But if you go to is that, that true? if you go to the end and yeah, he's definitely straight up doing sorcerer spells. Like he, he does a doctor strange thing to put up his shield to block the attack. Uh, wow. Well, yeah. Wong, no, that does look like him, but it also looks kind of like Wong. And if that's Wong, then there's your, there's your connection right there at one fifty one. Yeah. The back shot kind of looks like Wong. Yeah. Yep. Although I say that not really hundred percent convinced of it, but like, well, it kind of does. It's it's also the, the same, type of thing where it's haircut. like yeah it's it's the type of thing where it's like fat guy casting spells got to be Wong right like <laughs> it's yeah not necessarily... no, I think that I think that's a big part of it because he does the yeah yeah he has like all the effects and the color of the vestments I think also bald head so we might be seeing Wong where there is just another sorcerer right right well I'm so yeah I'm so confused how that fits in but also you know I kind of want to see Abomination beat up a sorcerer so I hope it's not Wong. Right, I want Abomination to be like a fun villain instead of just like. Well, I still suck. It's you know also, what I mean? Like, it's also one of those things of like, why the fuck is there a rogue sorcerer fighting Abomination in what's to be, in what looks to be like a Fight Club scenario? Right, like that's not something right. that I think those people like sorcerers would do just for fun. Um, so I don't know. Also, why is Abomination there? Is this just what he does? Right, like does he just go and fight people now? Oh, uh, you know what this is. This is definitely Maybe it's like a right? forced thing. Oh, this could I, be like, Madripoor. You might be right. Right? This is Madripoor for sure, I mean, the sure, lighting right? looks like Madripoor, but yeah. I'm wondering if it's like a debt thing or like, a, like you know, they were trying to buy and sell uh, the Winter Soldier. What if somebody bought and sold Abomination? I mean, it could, could happen. Like, we didn't know what they were going to do with the Winter Soldier. I know we were assuming, oh, if you buy the, the codes to the Winter Soldier... You could assassinate whoever you want or put him in a cage and make him fight for money. True. I mean, that could, they, they could they could have said that that was the intent all along. This is just like the senior version of what happened to Hulk, right? Hulk yes. end up on another planet and they just put him into cage matches. Right. This is just the abomination version. It's not nearly as cool and kind of seedy <laughs> and sad. Abomination, right? Sure. Sure. <laughs> I hope it is some sort of like. That's current... not gonna help his self esteem, Jesse. He's just Screw the seedy, sad version of the Hulk. <laughs> Screw that guy and his back spikes. What an idiot! No one likes Abomination. We have, he's the he's the we have Hulk at home. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not Hulk. We have Hulk at home, and you get Abomination. Hi everyone. Like, oh. oh god. <laughs> Sounds like the Cookie Monster is back. 
from Venom. <laughs> That's every voice I do. That's true. Okay. That's true. Yeah. That's uh, stereo bronze. I'm sorry, I'm lagging. I don't know why. It's probably it's, the it's heat. It's not the lag. It's the the warping is happening. But we're talking over you as well. Um, so it's probably on our fault uh, more so than yours. Um, chat keeps bringing it up. I'm curious. Do you think the Iron Fist gets mentioned at all in this movie? Do you think there's any, like, you know, we've got the tin rings and there's also the iron fit, like these type of ancient relic artifacts, blah, blah, blah. Like, do you think anything? I mean, there's a fucking dragon in here, which is what the iron fist is, right? Like, there's a, there's so many ties to the potential of the iron they'll fist. I'll never mention it, but if they do mention it, it'll be one of those jokes that is just like everyone in the audience is like, ha they know it was bad. You know what I mean? Like, there's not gonna. Where they have like gonna, a white guy fighting, and he's like, "What is he? Some kind of Iron Fist?" And then everyone just kind of looks at him, and then they just move on. <laughs> like, what? What you know that's what it's, you know it's be something like that, yeah. where it's like that was embarrassing for all of us. <laughs> like, let's move on. Yeah, maybe. A lot of people. But I, I, I feel like not really. There's one person in chat that said uh, that uh, they believe his mom to be an Iron Fist, which I don't know if that's. I mean. Who knows? Who knows? They can do really whatever they want. Um, I mean, we're still... Again, the entire trailer was like 10 rings, 10 rings, 10 rings, 10 rings, 10 rings. Not once did anyone say Mandarin. Not once. So I'm very curious what that means. Like, it clearly... I mean, it clearly has to be said in the... I don't know. I'm just waiting for, like, how Marvel is going to create the the you know like how do you resolve iron man 3 is what i'm getting at like how do you go from <laughs> iron man 3 to this sure. and set it up to be like oh you know they have to acknowledge that like at some point there was some guy running around who was like i'm an actor and i'm playing a character i hope maybe I maybe he like shows up and they have him assassinated or something right <laughs> like maybe that's the only tie is he he just pops up they got uh what was it? Ben Kingsley? Is that that's the actor's name, right? Like super yes. famous Great actor. actor. Yeah. Great actor. He was actually very funny in that role. It's shame that that's what they decided to do with that character, but like it was cool as hell, but it also, you know, because in one of the shorts, they admit that there's a real Mandarin. They literally say like the real Mandarin super pissed at you, bro. Like, you know, so they've set it up in universe to make sense, but for a movie audience, yeah. How do they make that, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Or do they just not mention it? Could be. <laughs> have we, have they ever made like any kind of statement yet on what they plan to do with the Netflix properties? Nope. I, I think uh, Faggy is definitely I don't know like if they said would some stuff. Do that in a movie. Yeah. Is I, my thing. I, yeah. Faggy, I think, is like, I don't think he's ever committed one way or the other. Uh, he definitely acknowledges his, their existence constantly, and I think that gets brought up a ton whenever he does any like uh, sort of press. Um, but the multiverse issue might just like solve that, and he could just be like, "That was one version of the MCU. <laughs> this yeah. is well, the, ours." The, the, the problem is, yeah, because we. Oh, oh, go for it, Bronze. Oh, sorry. I feel so bad because my weird mic stuff. I feel like I get to like bring my gavel down and stuff. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Not a big deal. Yeah, whatever. Um, 
I feel like be, they've strategically tiptoed around every single Netflix property while they figure out what to do with it or while they explain it away with the multiverse. Because, you know, despite the Spider-Man being in New York and stuff, there's been not even so much as an Easter egg, uh, you know, alluding to Daredevil. Yeah. And so I feel like some of that, you have to start to wonder if they're trying, if the, if that was them trying to sidestep and not either like, I don't know. And then especially with how they handled Quicksilver being in WandaVision, that, that also leads, because I'm not going to lie, that was kind of bitch made. The way they were just, they, they wrote in their own loophole right. to be like, you're right. Like, yeah. I was like, man, commit one way or another. I felt like they very much were like, we're not sure, or we're going to answer this in Multiverse of Madness, but we're going to put this in to appease the fans. And then we're going to go back and have this cop out and say that that isn't, it doesn't have anything to do. It's just a coincidence. And I was like, I don't necessarily think that it's necessary. That's going to be a coincidence. There's a lot of thought, like a lot of schools of thought on like what that could mean or how they're going to explain in the future. But up until now, they've always kept it to where they could retract anything at any point in time and kind of be like, well, that was, you know, and I don't know if by mentioning Iron Fist, they would kind of be canonizing it. Maybe. You're right. You're, uh, also, the, the thing that I think is interesting is, and I, this is, I was looking for it just now, but I don't know. Needless to say, word is that at least what I know is that Marvel owns the characters, but not the content that was created at Netflix. At Netflix, yeah. So it might be a licensing That's why issue. they have to like you know beat around the bush a little bit because you know they you know they can have charlie cox back but everything that happened to charlie cox they can't say happened if that makes any sense mm -hmm. unless they pay for mm -hmm. it yeah and that's probably i mean i that think they might show the actor well yeah they the might, actor like, show up. I, yeah yeah for mm -hmm. sure um, i don't but know if they would specifically say iron fit <laughs> netflix is definitely not gonna let that uh go away cheaply right like they know right. they know netflix isn't dumb Right, they know uh, in a lot of ways, um, mm -hmm. but we'll see. Right, like I, I think eventually, they're like Marvel is going to have to address that at some point. Like it, it, it has to be addressed. I mean, we're getting into potential areas of like the hand existing. If if they have like in the MCU and there's if there's an if there's the hand in the MCU and Elektra is not somehow involved, like what the fuck are we really doing here? The hand right, like, sucks. Can we yeah. stop it? Stop involving the hand. The no, hand, the hand was awful group. on Netflix. I think the hand could be oh, sick as fuck. Oh, the hand sucks. I think the nah, hand could they be suck. sick as fuck. But... No, nah, they're not sick. They suck. <laughs> they're terrible. The hand Je is never cool. Jesse's anti-hand. Cool. Jesse's anti-hand. It's never cool. I'm anti-hand. <laughs> okay, I'm not the biggest hand fan, but I'm very pro-Electra. Electra's great. She's so cool. Electra's pretty cool, <laughs> you know? I thought she was great in, in the Netflix show as well. I thought she was fine. Yeah, and she had a solo run shortly. Uh oh. That's uh -oh. a frozen bronze. That's a that that's is a hot, awkward that's, that's an a awkward hot potato face right there. Hot potato a, hot potato PC a, right there. Mm, mm, <laughs> she's like kind of angry, yeah, but like thinking about the anger. Oh, oh she's back. She's back. Hello. Oh, you're back. You're back. Hot Sorry. PC. It's not it's not even hot PC. I think it's like 
my fiber cables are on the side of the house that's getting the sun right now, and I think they might actually just be melting. That's probably true. I, I've definitely had a... <laughs> technology uh, i've definitely had a isp agent tell me that uh yeah it's too hot right now for the cables so your internet's gonna be shitty so could very well be true could very oh well be God. True. anyways we'll keep an eye on it um you're talking about electra do you want to finish your statement yeah what from? were you saying about electra that you love electra and that you are a huge fan of the jennifer garner electra i think is what you said <laughs> no i think that's what came through uh that's what i heard you yeah. said you love when jennifer garner Fought Ben Affleck on a seesaw. It's one of your favorite scenes. Yep. And you think about it often. I think that's what you said. Yeah. And then Bullseye uh, by the, uh, God damn it, I can't remember that actor's name because he doesn't do anything. He was in In Bruges, <laughs> a famous actor of In Bruges. Yeah. Yeah. Colin Farrell yeah. is uh, Bullseye, shows yeah, up in the MCU. Right when he's like bald and he has a little thing in his head. Yep. And uh, yep. yeah, remember yep. that? Yeah. You love, I heard you love that. That's probably And then you love favorite. the solo there movie. There's a scene in that favorite movie. Moment. That there is a scene in that movie that me and my brother used to do to each other when we were kids to troll each other. And anytime we would like make a shot or like throw something at each other and just mink, like bounce it right off the head, we'd always be like, bullseye, yeah, bullseye. Because he does the stupid (laughs) scene in that movie. I literally point at his own bullseye. This motherfucker points. I hate both of you because I I had erased that movie from my memory. And nope, now it's, it's back. back. Now you gotta watch it. And now it's you gotta back. watch it again. Now it's fucking back. And like Evanescence is is once again coming back into my life. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Wake me up. Yeah. Jesus. The nineties are just like roaring back into my fucking brain. I can't wake up. That movie is so. Is that movie on? Uh, I wonder if that movie's on Amazon it- as a watch party. <laughs> Hopefully it is not on anything. Hopefully that movie is where it deserves to be in the bargain bin of like a closed down blockbuster. I don't think it is. <laughs> no way. That movie sucks. I don't think it's terrible. on uh, watch parties. Garage yeah. sale somewhere. Yeah. God, that movie's rough. That movie's Wait, rough. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think that's an unpopular opinion. I just like Electra. I like yeah, the moral quandary cool. she poses to Daredevil. I think it's cool. Yeah. I don't think strong enough to have uh, her own spinoff. The the solo series in comics was pretty good. It's hard to translate to like you know the big screen, but do I think a a fun and challenging love interest for the Daredevil? Hundred percent, yeah. Yeah, I mean we're we're getting into the world of Madripoor, right? Like if the hand or Electra or like you know, there's a lot of facets of that world that they just have to do, or it's going to be a little bit weird for me. Um, they're not going to do the hand. It's not happening. You don't think it's there's? Ju- I'm letting there's you know zero it's not hand. happening. Zero, zero hand. hand. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, going back to the trailer real quick, hmm. watching all these different frames yes. in slow motion. I think the rings, the way that they're handling the rings is not rings, but rings on the arm. I think they look fucking sick. I, I, yeah. I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan of how they're being used in a lot of these action scenes in this trailer. I think they look really yep. cool. Um, they're so cool. And like, there is this weird thing that happens at the end when uh, they're doing like a fucking Dumbledore Harry Potter standoff thing, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of strange. Um, and like, of course, that's going to happen. But yeah, it's a little it's a little. Strange I like that it was elemental. Have you noticed like how much it's like elemental where it's like 
you see mm-hmm. his mom like kind of being an airbender. And yeah. then at one point you see him like messing with water. And then they like bring that in at the end of the trailer where his dad's like or where he's like fire. And then his dad's like kind of like ice. And they're both like, shh. Yep. It looks cool. Uh, that, that's I'm the scene sold. I'm looking at. I'm sold, chat. I'm sorry. I'm, I fan. As soon as I saw, as soon as they started fighting on bamboo scaffolding, I just went back to every kung fu film I've ever watched and been like, yes, 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 yes. Fight each other on bamboo scaffolding and people falling and catching themselves just barely and then having to like block blows while trying to climb back up. I want it. It's true. I'm in. That it. is the my if there's favorite a Jackie 90s. Chan cameo. I die. Yes, that's it. It's my. That's it. I die in the, the best... movie theater. It's over. One of the best 90s tropes of every Jackie Chan movie is no matter where he was, the Bronx in like there was bamboo scaffolding. Didn't matter. Didn't matter where. Bamboo scaffolding. Yeah. Random random aside about Rumble in the Bronx. First R-rated movie I ever saw in the theater, Rumble in the Bronx. Also, the scene where they put the people into the wood chippers. Still remember it to this day, and it still fucks with me. (laughs) I'm still not a fan of that scene. Because they straight up shove some bodies into the wood chipper and they don't shy away from like what that does to a human body, right? <laughs> I can't stress this enough. I can't stress this enough for those of you who were not or, or like were too young to see it in the theater at the time or just were not alive at the time. When that movie came out, ev- like me as a kid, all my friends, that was the first time we had been like given a kung fu flick on like in theaters. That everyone was like, "This is the one you got to see." Yeah, it, it like changed us. Oh, After totally. that, every little one of us were like kung fu movie stars. We were just like <laughs> running around beating the crap out just of each other. People that with movie, chippers, just nonstop. You're just you're super. Into I mean, that. those were the bad guys. You no one wanted to be the bad guy. You want to be Jackie Chan. At the end of that movie, when Jackie Chan was doing his own stunts, it blew your mind. That was the best part of that movie. As a little kid, you were like, "Oh my god, superheroes are real." That was amazing. Oh yeah. That was such a good moment. I love that. I would. That started a lifelong career of being like, "I love you, Jackie Chan. I will watch all of your movies." Yeah, yeah. And then, then they were like, "Do you know this Jet Li guy?" And you're like, "Oh my god!" Right? Oh yeah. So I would have been. And they start like, oh, I'm, I'm the curious. '90s. Y'all missing out. The I '90s, was... early 2000s. Oh. I was curious Those when that movie actually time. came out, so I could see how old I was. I was nine years old hey, when I saw I mean... that movie. In the theater. Jackie Chan Adventures. Oh my God, that was great. Yeah, that was. Yeah, it's good. I think like I probably saw Rush Hour maybe like twelve times before my dad was finally like, "I have my limit." I rem- I remember like lie. the whole like oh like, watching ha- it over we- and over. Yeah, because I got it like on DVD or something as a gift, and I would watch it like just about every day. I would watch Rush Hour. I was just obsessed with that film for a period of my life. That was me, but with Rush Hour 2. I think I've seen Rush Hour 2 about 12 billion times. For some reason, I like it better than the first one because they're already friends. And so, like, I don't have to sit through them, like, becoming friends again. I can just watch them be friends and, like, buddies. And holy crap, that bit where he's like, she's not going to be a Rush, or, like, he's not going to be a Rush Hour 3. That shit cracks me up to this day. What a great line. <laughs> what a great movie. I love everything about that. Silly. So so good, silly. Rush Hour Two is a fantastic film. All right. Fantastic. I haven't seen it in a while. It Watch might, it again. You'll be good. like next week. You'll be like, you guys are if, right. If that we're is talking a perfectly if, made movie. If we're talking old movies, if this is the rabbit hole we're going down to, 
down through. I recently watched City Slickers with Billy Crystal. Yeah. Why? That did, is a oh, deep on, cut. Now yeah, that, how did you get there and not high, like Shanghai Noon? How did that happen? We were talking about Jackie. I, you end up just, we were talking about Billy old Crystal. movies that influenced us as children. For me, how are, City Slickers. How are we not talking about, because it's related somehow. I don't know how. How are we not talking about the infamous Jackie Chan, Jet Li combo movie, <laughs> Forbidden Kingdom, <laughs> where Jackie Chan plays a drunk, like like drunken fighter? Oh my God! That's true. What is happening right now? That's true. How are we on City Slickers? Well, JP, there's, there's also job. there's also a, a great tie in here. If we want to move over to Loki, uh, Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson <laughs> did a movie together. If you remember, Shanghai Noon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. just talking about it. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's you brought it up, and I I remember that Owen Wilson was in that movie as well. So mm-hmm. let's use that as a transition, and we'll jump over to Loki. Now my Keep my this. brain is on Drunken Master, but I'm gonna try to get it on Shanghai Noon. Okay. All right. Laser focus here, Bronze. Laser focus. Uh, let's talk about episode three of Loki, and then afterwards talk about this mid season trailer and see if we can deduce what is happening <laughs> throughout the rest of this show. Um, so fan reaction to episode three titled Lamentous. Uh, I feel like a lot of people were pretty down on this episode from what I saw. Um, I think it was maybe split. I I think split is probably a fairer way of doing that. Who are you? you, Where are you getting your information? A lot of people didn't like this episode. They thought it was uh, just straight filler that, that not much was. I thought this episode was was great. I thought it was great. I'm in camp. Great. Great. I'm in camp. Great. Uh, a lot of people said it was slow, that it was kind of filler. I thought it was great. I thought we got a ton of backstory. I think if Sylvie make doesn't make it out of the show, I'm going to be very upset. I think she's a fantastic character. I was super into her. Thought everything was great. Um, but a lot of people thought it was filler, for sure. And I get it. Like I can't argue that. Strongly disagree. Strongly those people disagree. are dumb things. Okay. All right. Could We're it, writing those it, people off. Like disagree more. Okay. Yes. Written off. They are, they, I no longer address them. Okay. To those who hated it, you are, you are unreachable. I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened to you to make you hate two actors having the time of their life. Their chemistry was perfect. It was, it was great. I thought they were amazing. More. That last, the last five minutes, that steady cam shot, it was one shot, you nerds. That was amazing. Well, that was so cool. I, I mean, the, it's a little unfair because this entire episode was basically a green screen show, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. I thought some of the shots they did in this were fucking incredible. Well, JP, I don't want to spoil this for you, but there is no Lamentus. It does not exist. Oh, shit. Why would you do that? Why are you destroying? They, they sadly could not film on location. I'm so sorry. I don't. I feel like there wasn't this one was real. Destroyed. I feel like there wasn't one real set uh, in this entire episode. Nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying it was definitely all blue or green screen. Um, but at the same time, there were a lot of amazing, like, uh, cinematography shots where the one where they were super fucking tiny and they were walking with Lamentus is like the giant background and the moon, uh, like slowly starting to, uh, explode and everything. I thought that was fantastic. Um, and you also nailed it, Jesse. I think the chemistry between the two, uh, was some like, almost better than Owen Wilson and Loki in a lot of ways, just because they were in scenes that were maybe a little bit more, um, they were more fun. They were able to have more fun in these scenes, right? They weren't breaking down what the TVA is. 
they were just talking about themselves and kind of doing some character exposition. Um, and I thought all that exposition, exposition, yeah, exposition was great. Yeah, it gave them time to, like, obviously they're on the run, but them in the train, it gave them time to talk, and the conversation was great. It was about, like, mom. It was about being adopted. It was about their power. Like, things that, here's the spoiler, every one of us wanted to know. Yeah. Like, whether you were thinking about it or not, you wanted to know the differences between the two. All of us did. That's part of the reason why, like, that scene was so great. And they included it. And There's a lot of things in here that I think Bronze will get at that are like suspicious yeah but uh you know i'm not i'm not sure what to make of this episode yet i think we need context for the next episode because this one ends with a cliffhanger that i mean like (laughs) it's a cliffhanger but how is it a cliffhanger you know what i mean like there's something up but i'm not sure what so i have no clue and we'll see we also saw like and i think this is going to lead into what what bronze is uh probably going to talk about uh in terms of what she brought up in in dms but um we also saw like a little bit of a power push for what loki can do like he straight up stopped the building from falling which has never really been done before uh which also i I think could potentially lead into the theory that none of this is essentially real but um like we had not seen that amount of power before from uh from Loki in a lot of ways um but yeah before I think bronze this would probably be a good point to introduce your uh your theory uh as to what is happening in this episode and also right. be- maybe well, I think before it's that a just pretty commonly held theory yeah yeah right yeah. I, I feel like it's a pretty commonly held theory but what's interesting to me is like I think okay so when you have a six episode series where you're on episode three and the two sort of like main characters you're trying to establish rapport between them have been on camera together for a total of eight seconds. Okay. Maybe a little bit longer than that. I like we, the reality is like, how are we supposed to get invested in her and what happens to her if we don't get to spend any time on camera with her? This is like the walking dead problem where the characters we're invested in linger on for season after season after season, but then they'll introduce a character and kill them off within six episodes and you just don't feel anything. Right. So like we haven't spent any time on camera with her that like, you know, it's for her to charm us. So I don't think that was it. The other thing is like this episode had a little bit of everything. There was like a little bit of like, of like, you know, chemistry or a lot of bit of chemistry. There was a cool action sequence in the beginning there was a cool action sequence at the end. Um, you know, it, on one hand, it's like, I just don't know how to, how to like, I don't think it was super filler because it was the shortest episode. I yeah, could understand yeah. if it was 50 minutes of that, but it was actually very short. So I think people that are saying it's filler are more so projecting their upset that there's only three episodes left and they probably wanted to move further along the plot in this. And that's okay. That just means you really like the show. But I think it's we're not talking about Bleach or Inuyasha. I don't think that this counts as, as filler, you know. But I we haven't I get caught it. up to the I'm manga yet. Is you. that what you're saying? I un- <laughs> right. Like I understand you. There's only six episodes. I'm getting anxiety too. But I don't think like a 25 minute episode can be filler to me. Like it's just it's silly. But um, yeah. Okay. So my theory 
is that when she first touches his face and says, you know, oh, I guess it doesn't work on you, that it worked. And that she says it didn't work to stroke his ego because this entire thing has been about his ego, like since the since the outset. Right. She's like, oh, well, you know, it only works on weaker minds. And your mind is so strong, senpai. So I guess it would never work on you. And then he starts asking her about how his power or how her powers work. And she kind of neglects to mention initially. Then later in the episode, when she is talking about it, she talks about how she fabricates a sort of memory for them that's comfortable when she's trying to like sort of enchant somebody's mind that is a little bit more powerful or has a stronger brain. And that kind of falls in line with everything the going their way to get on the train. Cause that entire scene just seems so freaking stupid where it's like, I'm going to dress as the guard and they're going to let me through. And it's like, this is that scene where your party's trying to make a charisma check. And you're just like, how is this going to go over? And so much of that too, to me felt like it worked because she said it worked. And when it didn't work, it's because she didn't want it to work. And I feel like the entire episode was set up for her to probe how his magic works, who he is, where he's from. And as we all know, he loves to talk about himself. Like this has been a, this has been a main talking point from episode one. Like Loki loves to talk about himself. He could talk about himself all day long. He loves to talk about himself. Whereas Sylvie's a lot more reserved with information, right? Yeah. She even says like the mission comes first. She's not as boastful and arrogant. I have a theory that like this entire thing is sort of to extract information because we come out of it knowing a lot more about Loki than we do about Sylvie, even though we were looking for more information about Sylvie, which once again, I was a little frustrated when it was happening for the same filler reasons where I'm like, well, where are we going to get the Sylvie lore drop? And then it kind of clicked in my head where I was like, or she's just pulling a black widow and very intelligently extracting information from this guy by allowing him to talk about himself and seeing how he operates and therefore seeing his weaknesses. Like she kind of goes to sleep and then sees him get drunk and create a scene. And she, I feel like the entire thing is her just kind of like pick, like trying to poke and see like where, like where the weak spot is um, and take advantage of how full he is of himself that, that even, even the entire conversation about love, and all of that, I thought that was interesting because I think it's once again her trying to probe whether or not, you know, like that's that's a value she can that that, he, you know, he holds or not. Right. Or if it's just something that gives him amusement from time to time. Could this be. is here's that, here's the thing with him dropping the falling building. I was like, there wasn't even a green effect when it happened where I was like, I feel like that just didn't fall because she's the DM. And this is a campaign she's constructed. And she wants to see how capable he is, whether or not she can trust him, whether or not he'll follow her to her goals. I think she wants to flip him to her side from the TVA's side. And I think she's constructed all of this to kind of like see that, especially when he says, couldn't you just possess me and then make me wonk? And she's like, no, that's not really how it works. And he's like, oh, well, then how does it work? And she's like, it's complicated. I mean, <laughs> here's the thing. Like, this is a fantastic idea, Bronze. I mm. feel like this falls into the category of every thought we had for the last show and for WandaVision. It's too mm. cool for Marvel. It's too <laughs> cool for the MCU. 
What you just said is awesome. I love the idea. I don't like. I I don't want to be that guy because I already am like spoiled in the fact that I watched that dumb trailer. But mm-hmm. the in, in in like in this episode, she takes her her horns and tosses it. Mm-hmm. In the clip we see in this new mid season trailer. They're back in the TVA and she doesn't have her horns, which means it's still, unless that's still part of the mind manipulation. That would be them getting wild. recaptured. Yeah. Then I feel like this well, is an awesome idea that, like, again, Marvel would never do because it's, like, too complicated. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I love it. Here's the thing. I love that idea. I think that is such a, like, creative way to not only display her powers, but also show, like, the, 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 you know, that while Loki may be, all, like, all these things, he doesn't have this one power that, like, it, it, you know, that's why she has, you know, she might not mm-hmm. have all his other skills, but she has this one power that's so much more powerful than him. That, like, it's fascinating. There's no way Marvel would do this. Like, it, there's, no, there's no way. It's just like when everyone's like, oh, my God, don't you understand? This is what's happening in WandaVision. It's like, no, that was just, like, Ralph. <laughs> you know, it's never as cool as we want it to be, <clears throat> ever. Right. Ever. Which is why when you were when you messaged, I was like, this is the coolest idea. Mm-hmm. There's no way this is what's happening. <laughs> I was like, this is well, so I, neat. There's no way. <laughs> I guess the thing I'm wavy on is how much of it is enchantment. Like, I, I know I said, like, I think when she first touches him and says it worked, I don't know if how much of that is is the enchantment stuff and how, like, where, the, where it might kick in in the episode and where it might drop off. Well, but this, I think, I mean, like, if the TVA shows up to save them, that kind of refutes their own theory that they can hide out in apocalypse events. Well, maybe it's because Owen Wilson, like Mobius, knows now. Yeah. I, but how do you know that one? The the thing that's interesting. This is well, the thing that I really, random. I mean, and that's yeah, and that's what I think is interesting. The thing that I'm curious about, and this was sent to us as we started this conversation. This was sent to me. Um, it was, hey, go back and watch the building fall. And I was like, okay. So I'm literally on Disney Plus right now, looking at it. <laughs> And as the Disney, as the Disney falls, as the building falls, Loki turns around and he does like a thing with his hands and the building goes back up. If you watch that building go back up, the smoke goes back up with it. That's yeah. Someone is saying it's time stony. I don't. Yeah. It seems like a time stone thing. I'm watching it on like repeat right now. The little, he does like a thing with his hands and the smoke goes like, like back up into the building. Which. A I mean, time stone would work outside of the TVA if he did mm-hmm. take it. It's like an interesting, it's an interesting graphical thing to include. Right, he's just pushing the building away. The smoke could still, yeah. like I don't know. His or magic it's just doesn't necessarily work like that, right? Yeah, or it's just easier to edit it. Like you know, like sometimes a waterfall goes backwards in movies. Like that happens from time to time. But like I don't know. I mean that that would be pretty remarkable. Again, I uh, to go with what Jesse said, I think this is way too cool of an idea for Marvel to ever use. <laughs> it is. But I it's think it would be neat. remarkable as if like he got that time stone and all of this shit happens and he just reverses time. And he moves forward as part of the TVA and like I mean none of this happens. That would be <laughs> fabulous. And I think he would also neglect to mention that to Sylvie to number one, see if she betrays him because he plays his own mind games. And number two, I don't think he would want her to know he has a stone. But you, yeah, Jesse, true. you did mention, and I also noticed, like, back in episode one, you hear the thunk of one of the stones being dropped back in, but you don't see him put it back. 
So we've kind of been wondering if he pocketed a time stone from the outset. Right. But it also just feels like I don't I don't I'm not sure Disney would do I don't, I'm not sure they would do that. I mean, it would make sense for a second season if like Loki goes rogue and has a time stone. Who need who needs those little fucking battery operated devices if he's got a fucking infinity time stone, right? Like, but the time stone wasn't the time stone doesn't teleport you. Well, sure, the purple sure. one. Right, you're right. The it only purple does one time. teleports you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's true. I, I guess. I mean, again, we have three episodes left, right? Three. Yep. Um. Yep. I don't know how we get from end of reality to Loki for president in three episodes, unless Loki for president is like the last episode. And that's like, you got me again. See you next season. Like that kind of vibe. Like, I don't, like, I don't know what happens. I think it's like a gag. The... Yeah. It, it, I, I think it, it's it, going to be like a, a, like a, like a, a very small nod to a comic book series and just that. And just like a the cute DB bit Cooper line or, or bit. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be as big as we think it's going to be. I think it's just going to be. Every time, and like, there's also that scene where like a ship falls from the air and all that. So, mm-hmm. I think so that, it could literally just be something where it's like that shows up in the. Uh-huh. Uh, we, we can kind of move forward a little bit and talk about the the post, um, the mid season trailer, because um, that ship shows back up uh, in the mid season trailer as well as a handful of other things, which we could go frame by frame again and kind of spoil it <laughs> if you want to. Or we can leave it alone. Uh, but that trailer definitely shows a lot of stuff. Um, Jesse kind of mentioned some of the things that it does show already. Yeah, and that's it, it's it definitely shows a whole scene of them being recaptured, and they both look like they were pulled from this world. How this happens? How any of it makes I, sense beyond me? I I don't know. Here's but it what looks I, like they're recaptured. I think the next episode starts, <clears throat> and for a very long time we follow Mobius after what happened in the grocery store. We follow what Mobius is doing all this while while they're on Lamentus. And then either at the end of the episode or halfway through the episode, Mobius like saves them in some way. And that's the end of episode four. Episode five is them convincing Mobius that the TVA is fucked up. And then he's a variant who likes jet skis from the 90s and kind of convinces him that like, you know, he's not always been working for the TVA. Because mm-hmm. the other big reveal in this episode, which we haven't mentioned yet, is the idea that the TVA agents are all variants. Right, like that's how they came to be. Um, mm-hmm. Sylvie says as such, and I think we said as such as a uh, guess last episode. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's episode five, and then episode six is them like. I don't think they dismantle the TVA, but I think they definitely like win somehow uh, as the three of them, and they get away, and then that sets up something big. I don't know what it is I, though. I'm waiting for. Like, I mean, we don't know why Syl- like Sylvie's doing what she's doing, right? And uh, we still don't know. You're right. You know, if we're if we're in crazy territory, I'm well, still putting out mean... there until I'm proven wrong. Kang, 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 <laughs> Kang, Kang, I mean, Kang. We have some idea of why she's doing what she's doing because we see that child in the mid season trailer, and she mm. mentions that Wait, which... there's a small girl. There's a a small child being led into the TVA in cuffs, or being led by guards in cuffs. That is and in the mid season trailer. You're right. Like it's, and I was like, oh, that's kind of a big spoiler. But I bet, like, 
the reason she doesn't talk about half of her life is because I think they've been trying. I don't think she was ever supposed to exist. I think they've been trying to delete her since she was like eight, mm. which is why she's oh. so much more proficient than Loki is, because it looks like she escaped them when she was a kid and has been escaping them ever since, which kind of makes us wonder, like, they've been after her for a while then, right? Could be. I don't know. That kid thing to me is very fascinating because the, I don't think they've been chasing her for her for for that long. I think they sure? bamboozled her, had her work for them, and she's been a renegade for a long time. And that's why she doesn't have because, you know, everyone at the TVA just doesn't have much to say about their family. And doesn't she mention that, like, they're probably brainwashed. She's an orphan. She's been it running. Doesn't... She says she's been running from the TVA for like her entire life. Yeah. Yeah. But I wonder if like they also removed stuff. Because I think she says like, oh, like she asks Loki what his mother was like and all that. And I'm like, I wonder if they taught her, reprogrammed her. And that's why she knows so much about how they work. Could, oh, that she was like comes, a former TVA agent and got out and like reprogrammed herself, like a former Loki incident potentially. Yeah, yeah. It, mm. it, it's a it's one theory. The only thing that conflicts with it in my mind is that she had to capture a TVA agent to ask them where they were, where the timekeepers are. Yeah. So I think that's a bit off. But the fact that she knows so much about the Tempad, knows that it's called the Tempad, knows how to charge a Tempad. Knows how the squads are deployed and how to remove them. That kind of yeah. tells me she knows a lot about the TVA. Now, that could be because she's been running from them for 20 years. Yeah. That's not at all it. Uh-oh. It's because she's the other agent. When Mobius goes to see right. uh, whatever her name is, the lady in charge, he like you got all these gifts from someone. And she doesn't mention who. It's because Sylvie is the other agent. She's oh, the, the and favorite. She's right. broke. Oh, yeah. she's oh. the favorite, and that's why she she's so rogue. apprehensive about it because it already happened to her. Yeah, yeah, so she knows everything. Is, and she got out. That's like the only thing that conflicts with that theory that she's because she knows altogether too much about how they operate. Is yeah. that she had to abduct a random field agent to learn the keep the the location of the timekeepers? That's the only thing that conflicts with that theory. You're right. Because, like, if she's that yeah. high level, why? And she's perfectly poised to deal with Renslayer. Why wouldn't she just like take Renslayer yeah, hostage right. and tell her? You know, I'm back like, on Loki. there's, there's some, Loki's the other one. <laughs> there's just some because I've I've had this thought process where I'm like, they just I don't know. She seems to know a lot about how they operate. Yeah, and she seems to know a lot you about know, how. So, just like they all have memories prior to the TVA, and then her saying she's an orphan or whatever. Maybe she is, or maybe her memories got deleted because she was supposed to be an agent herself. Mega R makes a great sense or a great point uh, that makes a lot of sense. And this idea that we think she's a former TVA agent, she didn't know that you couldn't use magic in the TVA when she infiltrates. Right. You're so like, if right. she was, she would know yeah. that. Yeah, so, I'm yeah. back on Loki being the other agent, and he just doesn't know that he's already an agent. I'm back on that train. Yeah. Could be. Could be. Uh, man, um, uh, yeah, this is the thing is yeah, that she because, tries to enchant that guard. Yeah, it doesn't right, work. Yeah. 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 Doesn't work. Because 
this is one of those shows where they goof around with time and they play with time and they literally said that agent was 100 years old because time is a thing you know we have to assume that we are in the territory of like weird tenant shit right where it's like past is future bro future's past right and so who knows what's about to happen here i i don't know if they're gonna try to like marvel's been pretty careful about not trying to confuse their audience when it comes to time travel like that's because they understand that like kids are watching too it's very star wars right like you can't do crazy i don't think they can get that crazy with it for that very reason otherwise it's just going to confuse so much of their audience or kang what if I don't, we just I think Kang about is Kang. Mephisto. I think Kang is this show's <laughs> Mephisto. I really do. Are you telling me Kang is Mephisto, JP? Are you saying right now on the MC crew that Kang is Mephisto? Oh yes. my god. Yes. 100%. Time for another thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. There you go, Reggie. Capture that. <laughs> yeah. Um How that's the biggest awful clickbait. Kang is Mephisto? Chat, uh, chat is saying, "Well, Mobius doesn't know where the timekeepers are." Objection! He he's never met them. That doesn't mean he doesn't know which el- how the elevator gets to them. Yeah, he might yeah, know, and he's just never met them. So, at uh, fifty-eight seconds into that mid-season sneak peek trailer, uh, to make me go look, Renslayer is definitely walking into the room with them. She is without a doubt. We're going to see the timekeepers in some way, uh, or some form, or a voice, or something, because uh, she opens a door. Walks into a room, there's a shit ton of fog, and she looks scared shitless. So either this is the room with the timekeepers in it, or this is like her walking into a room that they have said is like a meeting point or something, and she's freaking out about that. But I think it's timekeepers. How much you want to bet this is definitely going to be a, we go see the timekeepers, and they are either in like weird-ass stasis, or they're super dead, or this is like, you know, if there are timekeepers, they are not like... Hello, we're the weird space lizards and we're plotting time. I, I don't know that man. at all. I don't know like what. It, uh, There's no way. I don't know what it's, it's going to be. Things, like they've died hundreds of years ago, and we're just sort of winging it. <laughs> like you know, right? You know that's like one of the, which is which is why there's like no logical sense to what happens with the the TVA because there's no one calling the shots. They're just like making it up as they go along. I I don't yeah. I don't know what they show for that. If they Here's just the straight up are... show like three lizard dudes and they like send out some sort of commandment and she just like turns and walks away out of that room, I'll be fucking shocked. <laughs> if there are three lizard dudes, if there are three lizard dudes, I will personally pay for a logo change for us to become three lizard people in the logo <laughs> above. I will pay okay. for that to happen. Right. If Fair. there are, which there will not be, Zook is not cheap. That... I'll say that much. I will make that change. I will be like, we need three lizard versions of ourselves. Thank you very much. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Someone had a big brain theory that I don't think is real. This is one of those too cool for Marvel things. I'd be super into the idea that three time keepers are Mobius, Loki, and Sylvie. That they somehow like coordinated this entire effort uh, at the end of time because they realized that this shit actually is real. And but it, what? But like, I don't know why they would go why? against the like sacred timeline thing, right? Like that's what confuses me a little bit, but it's a little too wild, I think. But it'd be cool. I don't think it's real though. 
the, the best the best part about this is knowing that all the things we're coming up with are like way cooler than what it's actually going to be. Yeah. We all know it's not going to be even remotely as cool as this, which yeah. is so sad because like I've been the last two shows have set me up to be like, oh, yeah, the ending is going to be like whatever. We but, have gotten a lot right, though. Like we called the idea that they're all uh, variants and that was uh, said in episode three. That also explains why he's so fascinated with jet skis because he probably owned a jet ski or he was a jet ski right. jet ski salesman or something, right? Like that was definitely something from his past. Um, but I don't know what yeah, our big guess, call is for this next episode. I don't know what the 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 prediction is. Like I guess there's also the way of looking at it, like because of like Wandavision, for example, we thought it was going to lead to some bigger overarching thing but it's really just about wanda dealing with her shit yeah. this is called yes. loki and i imagine this is loki dealing with his shit so but like I, what is I mean, his shit he, he like he does like he doesn't have like a or he doesn't necessarily need there's no trauma right now that he's dealing with he's dealing with the tva like that's the driving force but 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 also we're talking about a loki who has not had the experiences True. of the other loki like he's still Thor one Loki, but then what? What is the or Thor Thor two Thor two Loki? Yeah, Thor two Loki, right? What is the no, Thor uh, one Thor one still? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. No, no, which it's Loki Thor two. Thor, Thor two happens before Avengers, right? No, 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 no. Thor two happens after Avengers. Yeah, so this is still Thor one Loki, right? Because Thor so two still... Thor two has his mom dying, so yeah, it's Thor one Loki. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he hasn't seen it yet. Yeah, and so you know he's still an asshole, so he doesn't quite have the character growth that he had which i've actually heard a lot of people one of my very good friends is very upset about this because he's like they're negating years of growth and they're just making loki ha like do it all over now again. they fast forwarded that growth in the first two right episodes. but they're like you know my friend was yeah. like that sucked that's crappy that they're doing that to this character where it's like the show is he relearns all the things he learned over several movies which you know i can understand that it's like a like critique but i'm curious yeah, why wasn't that episode called filler when we just watched an entire recap of yeah his timeline in the mcu for like 10 minutes because the episode yeah. was longer so you didn't perceive it as filler <laughs> plus there was a lot in there that was like you're oh, still stuck on right? this filler comment <laughs> but there's there's i think there's just a lot of that word gets overused <laughs> oh my God. sure i get it i get it. i understand you're not... but there's a you know there's a lot of character stuff that you know, we're seeing Loki meet another Loki and and judge himself based on her and seeing how he interacts with like it's we're watching a character grow who's a little bit different than the one we saw before. And, you know, even as Loki grew um, in the in the movies, he still kind of was an ass even in Thor three. Right. He still was trying to betray Thor. And so. I'm curious what this Loki's differences will be and how he grows as a character and if he grows as a character, right? We yeah. still don't know what the end game is. Again, I'm st I still have the screen pulled up at 35 minutes, 24 seconds in this episode. The dude literally rewinds a building. I'm watching it again. It, the smoke goes back up into it. I think he does have a time stone. And so he's long conning everyone. So has he changed? Is he a bad guy still? I don't know. I have no I don't clue like, where the show I, goes. I, I don't know what his end goal of using that time stone would be, though. He would just have an infinity stone. Like he would That's have just a power that he has now. Like he can go 
talk shit, learn a shit ton of things about the keepers. The keepers could try to kill him, and he'd just be like, "No, fuck you." Then he just like, I mean, goes like, back. yeah, he has. Obviously, it's not going to help him there. But if you can get out, oh, hold in on, the world. Chat just had a big brain moment that triggered my brain. Uh-oh. Okay, Uh-oh. big brain moment, chat. He's got a time stone. In that, in in one of the trailers, we saw that Loki is in Asgard once again. What if he uses the time stone? This entire he, the reason he pocketed it was to save his mom. He goes back, gets to Asgard, uses the time stone by getting there from one of those little portal things, saves his mom, and then rules Asgard as if Thor three never is- happened. Let me ask you a question. What is the timeline of episode one? Does he find the stone before he sees those things happen or after? Because I, my assumption he found the stone before. before yeah. And so he wouldn't know about that. No, I it's after. It's there, there's two things. He learns about his mom's death before, and then he learns more about it when he gets put back in that room, I think. So I think it's after. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when he sees Thanos, like, choke him out or whatever. Yeah, he learns about his own death later. But he learns about his so mom's death very first. Much, yeah. Uh, so he very much can be like, I'm going to go save my mom. Because that is the only person that like he really likes and loves. So I think yeah. that's interesting. Which was that this underlined all... in this episode, too. Right. Totally. Yeah. His mom taught him everything, right? Like how to, how to well, exist and how to use the magic. It was a big focus for sure. As he says, like, he looked, he looked upon the way he talks about her is not how he talks about anyone else everyone else is an idiot and a subhuman basically right but when he talks right. about his mom he's like she was amazing she would do these fireworks over the lake and like <laughs> he doesn't talk about anybody that way ever yeah. like thor is just yeah. an idiot who wears too much or not thor uh, thor is a, is a drunken idiot iron man's an idiot who wears too much cologne in a suit a stupid tin suit he hates all of them you know, he, he talks about everybody, including Thanos. Thanos is choking him out. He's like, you'll never be a god. You ain't shit. I'm dying, but you ain't shit. Like, he, yeah. <laughs> Loki yeah. talks about everybody like they're garbage, except his mama. And that kind of got underlined in this last episode, too. So I, I, I do think based off of that scene in the throne room that obviously at some point we're going to end up at Asgard and maybe at some point he'll get closure about that. But here's. My one gripe with these shows that I think is going to hamstring so many of our theories. They, like we said in episode one, they always leave them to where you don't really have to watch them in order to get, to get. So I don't think they could save the mother because that wouldn't be in line with where the films left off. Yeah. Like, I don't think yeah. they would undo the, the, the ramifications or the stories of, of Ragnarok. Because and I hope they do. I hope, Personally, I hope I think this they is should. the exception to the rule. I think rule. they should. Yeah. Yeah. Because I would love to see Sylvie show he... up and like hang out with Thor. I think that interaction yeah. would be phenomenal to see yeah. like Lady Jane uh, or Lady Thor and, and Sylvie like hang out in Thor 4 or some shit or even, or even normal Thor with Sylvie. I think that would be incredible. I don't know if it's going to happen um, for the exact reason that like. It would it would mean that people would have to have watched this in order to understand who the fuck she is without a full on crazy introduction. But that could so be a far, big shock. So they haven't so maybe done do that, it. right? Yeah, they haven't done it. Like right. if if we if we want to be pedantic, technically all of Wandavision was filler. Technically, it was, but to me, it isn't because there's character growth there. And I started that series. I'm going to be honest, not really giving. Flying 
fuck about Wanda. Could not care less about her character. Never understood her and Vision as a couple. And ended the series like, okay, no, I under I understand it now. I get it, you know. And same thing with like Falcon and Winter Soldier. I had some fondness for those characters starting it, ending it. A lot more fondness is there. I yeah. feel like their really, their friendship with each other developed a lot, you know. Whereas before, it just kind of seemed like Cap was their mutual friend, and they didn't really have any rapport. If they follow that, then all of these, some of these crazy things we're saying, we're going to be so horrifically disappointed. Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm not committed to any of my theories or any of your theories because they're totally not going to be real. It's going to be some like I'm, totally normal thing. Uh, I don't like. I don't know if there's going to be any big, super crazy reveals uh, throughout the next three episodes. I'm not saying I literally just went on the internet and typed in Rene Russo, Loki, and hoped that there was like a casting thing. I would love to see Rene oh, Russo show up. In the, no, just in this show. Oh, in this show, in this show. Yeah. Just like, you know, she would have to be in it if he's going to go save his mom. Yeah, there would have to be a scene between them. They would probably keep but, that uh, pretty guarded, though. Tight-lipped? Agree. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, you know, that's a that's a big get. You know, it, it, well, I mean, they successfully hit Julia Louis Dreyfus, didn't they? I don't yeah. think anybody knew she was going to pop up. So, I mean, they, they've, I feel like they're pretty good. She, at, she even like hinted at it, right? Like she straight up said, yeah. I would love to be a Marvel villain. I think that'd be fucking crazy, blah, blah, blah. And everyone was like, oh, that's cool. Julia Louis Dreyfus, like you're a great Seinfeld. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> and Veep and Veep as well. She can't dismiss Veep. Um, there's definitely something though in terms of Loki. It's either a variant where Loki controls Asgard, or it is the the six one six timeline, or, or not six one six, the MCU timeline. Loki, something where he's definitely ruling Asgard. He's got a giant throne. There's a bunch of flags behind him, or maybe it's just a wasted scene. Maybe it's like the president scene where we just never see that uh, in any of the episodes. I mean, I think we have to, right? We have to. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any, like, moments in any of the other trailers for WandaVision and, and Falcon that they just didn't use something. Oh, this is fascinating. Oh, okay. So I just went to IMDb because I'm a crazy person. Uh-oh. And Are we doing IMD- IMDb spoilers? Well, there is no Renee Casting Russo. Sp- okay. So that's like you know for episode not four listed at least yeah i mean just not listed on the cast at all however uh-oh. however uh-oh however uh-oh famed i'm gonna I, I will i will say character actor but mostly just actor richard e grant is in this show three episodes no name i don't know what that means Three episodes, no name. What if that's old man Loki or something? I don't know. What does that mean? That is crazy. I love that. That's even better than a spoiler because that that could be anything. This dude is in this show unnamed for three episodes. Lizard person? I don't know. I don't know what this means. That's so cool. Caroline, he looks a lot like the hids that's what i'm saying so he he could be like because i mean in the comics you do have loki who's like 
old and he's got like the really long horns and he's I like, think ah. he's older Loki. He tweeted. So I randomly stumbled upon this tweet on September 25th, 2020. Uh, Richard E. Grant uh, tweets at T.W. Hiddleston and says uh, at T.W. Hiddleston and I have talked about working together for some years and finally got uh, get to do so in Loki. And he's got a I'll, I'll just show the tweet. That's that's an older version of Loki. I think. I can't, are they allowed three, to tweet all this? <laughs> for three, for Look, three. This episodes? is the image. I think if we we're either gonna get an older Loki or, or a, variant. a variant of Loki who's a timekeeper. For three, uh, are we gonna? Is what I want gonna happen? Is Loki really gonna? When the door opens, is gonna be fucking Loki, and he's gonna be like, "Yeah, I'm the three lizards." Because Loki I set do. this all up to get Loki to join the TVA. That's Loki. what I'm thinking. <laughs> oh my god if i'm right and i call this on episode one i'm gonna lose my shit i'm gonna be like i am the greatest caller of shots ever <laughs> i am letting you know that or this like he's could, three it's three episodes he's in it for three and there's only three episodes left and we've not seen him yet it it could be uh maybe it's sylvie's dad because we we, she hates Loki Loki's. was the dad. Oh, and we called that too. I think last episode, all I'm saying is it's Loki's all the way down. Loki after Loki after Loki. This is the TVA's all Loki's. Maybe. I'm like, maybe, <laughs> maybe. No, I, who else besides Loki would mind control people into forgetting their past? The name thing is him? confusing to me too, because. I just thought that wasn't her name. Like, Sylvie changed it. Yeah, I just assumed her name was Sylvie. But then she says, oh, I, I don't use that name anymore, which leads us to believe that Sylvie Lofi daughter is. Daughter of Lofi. Is not, yeah, is not like a. Yeah. A name that, you know, she was, that, you know, it's a name she chose because she says, I don't call myself that or I left that name behind. I forget exactly what she says. But I thought that was interesting because definitely prior to episode three, I just thought her name was Sylvie. Like, oh. you know, in, in, if, if in any multiverse, there's a male version of me, probably. Yes, 50-50. Who knows? And that who is to say that that version of me would also be Jasmine? Probably not. Jerry. Probably something like. <laughs> Jerry. Jerry. Probably Jerry. Octavius. And <laughs> Jerry. For me to be like, well, why isn't your name Jasmine? What does that mean? Uh, it, he'd probably be like, yo, I'm you. I'm just Octavius because I'm a dude. Here's, bro or uh, Kyle or Kellen or something. Geonoxus making some big brain if we're just throwing out random hypothesis. We can do that. The it's, title the font. is Loki with free, with four, sorry, different like fonts slash scripts. So does that mean there's four different Lokis in this show? We've got three right here. Main Loki, we've got Old Man Loki, we've got Sylvie. Who's the fourth? Owen Loki? No, he's he's just a jet ski salesman. Yeah. I showed Kid Loki in the trailer. Did we get Kid Loki in the trailer? I don't think uh, that, ever... was, that was yeah. um, that was that uh, was a child Sylvie, I thought, but it could be Kid Loki. Where did? 
Is that I in mean, the, is that in the preview? Honestly, the- it could be either because you know, kids the kid did have long hair. Yeah. But I'm gonna be honest, you know, when children are that age, it, it exactly. could be a little boy, it could be a little girl. But they, you know, the the child did have long hair, so what what's the timestamp on that? Do you have assume, it? Yeah. Oh, did I close that tab? Oh, wait a minute. There's also another at 148. There. Oh, never. I guess this is from the uh, this is from the department store in episode two. Never mind. It's 124. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's when it says every Loki, 123. So the thing is, is Sylvie's blonde and this child is dark haired. So that could just be a child version of Loki. Sure. Kid Loki. Could now, be. yeah, now that I'm looking at it, just the long hair doesn't indicate that that's Sylvie. Sylvie's blonde. Yeah. But Sylvie could but also Loki can change hair. their appearance at will. I was going to say, yep. Lokis can just like, change whatever they want. I don't, I don't know, honestly. To me, it could, it could be either. It really could be either. Yeah, I wonder what the point of that, like, Kid Loki is going to be. We haven't even discussed that yet. Well, and they write every Loki. Right. So maybe they don't say Loki. both Lokis or two Lo- They write every. I think we're going to have more loki's in the mix i think so here's so i went to go i went back to look up something from episode two in episode two mobius says that they've been dealing with loki time variants for years like it's just a commodity they've been dealing with yeah and i would like to posit this is because the old man loki the leader of the tva is either trying to like like the reason why there's a sacred timeline and all these different things is because he knows that like all the Lokis are up to like he's trying to get rid of the other Lokis, right? Like or oh my god, what if all the oh, what if <laughs> that's too much? It's too much. It's too. I would want to say what if all the variants are Lokis? Like everyone working there was a Loki. <laughs> that's too much. That's too far much. too much. That's too much. But like that's crazy. I'm 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 really curious how that plays out because yeah they have all this footage like when they show them they're like these are all these other Lokis that we've dealt with yeah I wonder that's like we don't know that she can modify her appearance I mean we we don't but fan box that exists true she could just go yeah, to rock part she's also I mean she also could probably just do it with magic like <clears throat> it'd be silly if they're like I dyed my hair it's like. You fucking what? <laughs> I just used magic. <laughs> I went to a salon. That's why I was in the department store. Uh, I had to buy yeah. some hair dye. <laughs> yeah, I had to bleach my hair real quick. Yeah, yeah. I'm t- I, like, I didn't even know that. I didn't even know he was in the show. Richard E. Grant. Very excited about this. That's huge. I think that's, that's a big thing. Yeah. That's, that's going to be a big thing. I think that's going to be either a reptile or it's it's uh, old Loki. I, I mean, I would have I would have just assumed we're reptile man, but you were like, see these side by sides. Now I'm 100 percent convinced 
the TVA is a con by Loki, and he's running all this stuff, and he's what like, well, that? yeah, I need... Does that does he become the bad guy then? Is that what season yes. two is? Oh, absolutely. Is he's the bad Loki? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that this Loki... I think that Sylvie very much is in the same boat. I think that um, all, all the Loki... Like, these Lokis, the reason why they're variants is because they don't... Like, what? Oh, my God. What if the whole thing is just a bunch of, like, evil Lokis, and these are, like, the good Lokis? You know what I mean? Like, that kind of vibe? Or, or, I, I mean, don't know. I don't it, know where we go with it. It could be that he's, like, the old Loki, and the only reason that they find these other variants, supposed variants of Loki, is because he doesn't... He knows that the only people that could actually, like, get him out or, or fuck with him is a Loki. And so that's yeah. why he's hunting these Lokis down. He's trying to get rid of all the Lokis and all the multiverses and all the different timelines. That does, I mean, that does explain, like you were saying, the like intro credits when it's all the different Loki, like Loki spelled out in about a billion different ways. Because the whole point, again, is this isn't a show about the TVA. This, is, this isn't called the TVA. It's Loki. Yeah. So the show's about Loki. So something is going to, uh, we're going to have like a big Loki twist. I'm ready for it. The fact that he stole Listen, a, like a time stone. About oh, you. But guess what? It totally is. That's the whole yeah, point. It would be kind of the like, whole point. Says that. I know because when she said that, she's like, this isn't about you. I'm like, well, girl, the show's title would disagree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would be really wild if Loki or a Loki version, a Loki is the one behind the TVA convinced of it now more than ever convinced that scene where she walks in and there's like weird smoky shit that reveals that it's gonna be like lo- an old man just in loki clothes convinced I mean, of this I'm, more than i anything. would be cool with that yeah. i still wasn't a hundred percent convinced that she wasn't like uh, like his his daughter because her aversion to the name loki and you know people were saying well it's lofi daughter if it was her dad it would be loki daughter I mean, come on, if she hates him, is she going to take his name or is she going to take her grandpa's name? Probably her grandpa, you know, like people do that all the time. But I will say this based off episode three, I pray to God that's not the case because the mm, the types of flirting that was going on (laughs) between them. They were definitely, yeah, it'd be kind of weird. I am. I definitely now based off of nothing other than that will say with confidence. I don't think that's his kid because if it is. That's wild. You've obviously, never, you've obviously never seen the movie Demolition Man. That is <laughs> that is True. a man flirting what, with his kid for 90% of that movie. Man? Sylvester Sloan ends up in the future. He meets the only person yeah, in yeah, all yeah. the future that's just like him, who she's like, I don't remember yeah. my father at all. And he's like, I don't remember my daughter. And like, oh my God. You're ruining Demolition nope. Man. You're ruining De- De- No, Sandra I'm Bullock aware. is not his daughter. I'm aw- I look. All I'm saying is, in a future where everyone's like, she's obsessed with the time period he came from. Look, I'm just saying it's too convenient, Bronze. It's too convenient and it's messed up. And now that I know that, you have to know it too. It's just True. bad writing. It's just bad writing. Nope, that is his daughter. It's true. Why y'all gotta do that? Go back, watch that movie. Tell me. All I'm saying is, tell me it's not his kid. All signs point to it. Also, Jack Black's in that movie in the background, and it's amazing. Once you once you see oh, Jack Black as like a goon, and he's just like one of the underground people in the background. Once you notice it, 
it's it's all you notice the rest of the movie is him in the background like <laughs> it's wild that movie's great send a maniac to catch a maniac that's all i'm saying it's true it's been a while since i've seen that movie it's a good movie it's weird Where what do you think about there it there are wolf's ears <laughs> jesse's horrifying theories are near <laughs> You know what, Bronze? Love is like a dagger. Sometimes yeah. it's sharp and pointy, and sometimes it's mm-hmm. your daughter 20 years in the future. True. I... True. Time travel. It's wild. Could happen. Look, all I'm saying is, the point I'm trying to make is, I think that also poses a good goof for the show, where there clearly was chemistry, but the chemistry realizes because like they're related. And it's like, ew, you know, they can have that like, ah, you know, moment. I'm just, I'm putting it I, out there. I don't, I, that might be like too much though for Marvel. It might be too much for a lot of things, but I'm also saying that we could be reading their chemistry. It's just I mean, two actors look, that I, like got on very in, well. I guess it was in Star Wars, right? So it's. <laughs> this is the Folgers commercial all over again. You're, I mean, look, you're totally right. It was, it was canonically in Star, in Star Wars. Yeah. So. I mean. They, they did two goddamn movies <laughs> you know no they did anything's yeah. possible yeah yeah, yeah. no one was like when the, the well, first time weird. i saw that movie i was like why did everyone gloss over this where it's like you're my brother you're my sister and they're like what and they hug each other i'm like i would be like oh if i was han solo i would have been like y'all some freaks yeah just left time for this just fucking put me back I'm in the out. carbonite I'm out <laughs> There's no way in hell I'm... Good job, no one, no one talks about that, but the reason between episode six and seven why Han and Leia aren't together anymore, there's a, he's like, no. There's a lot of sexual freaks. tension. Yeah, he was, Let's go! And he's like, Chewie, we're leaving. He was we're going. He was not down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I like my version of Star Wars better. <laughs> it's better than those last three movies. <laughs> I like it way better. Chewie, we're leaving. It's true. That's how I would have... My Star Wars episode seven would have started like that. Yeah. Y'all some freaking aches. I'm out. <laughs> I do think it was better. kind of big of Marvel to openly and proudly acknowledge during Pride Month that Loki yeah. is is I'm glad you brought that up. Bi or Pan or that was so cool. I was like because they, they, they're always so like tiptoe about that. And instead he's like both. And I was like the, 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 the even to Loki and Loki only. They even pushed it a little bit further. They that's in the Chinese version of the show as well. If you go watch the full, uh, oh. they straight up do not uh, like put that any any other way. It is straight up in the Chinese version of the game. Yeah, or, if they had the balls, show. it would be like Loki would be like one of my kids has multiple legs. It's a horse. If they had balls. <laughs> I wish they would have said if they that. had the balls to be like one of my. Ki- oh yeah, I have children. Yeah. One's a horse with like a bunch of legs wink yeah yeah so that's all uh, that's all i'm saying that was a very cool moment i i agree uh as well bronze um they've always tiptoed around that like yeah 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 there were there was a lot of like uh nods through that whole um drunken uh moment or whatever like there was a there was a callback to thor one Potentially the funniest joke in all of Thor one for a lot of people where he finishes his drink and throws it on the ground and says more. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that was mm-hmm. a cool nod. Um, the idea that um, 
Someone was saying the language that they are, the Asgardian language uh, that he speaks is just Norwegian, I think, or something like that. Yep. And instead of, it's very, it's very uh, Norwegian to say, instead of drunk, you say, I'm full. Um, so that's why he says, like, I'm, I'm full, right? Instead of, I'm drunk. Um, so that was cool. Uh, there's a lot of like just small little head nods throughout that entire. Uh, That's why uh, thing. when you were saying people were like, "This is a filler," I was like, "That that one scene alone was worth the price of admission." That was so neat to see the two of them yeah. interact, to see them like develop their characters, to learn yeah, more about them, that was... and then see Loki like live and not just be like, "I'm plotting." Although it could be plotting. What if he is just plotting? Yeah, yeah. What if he is just plotting? I don't yeah. know. I thought that was an amazing scene. Yeah. Doesn't this also confirm that Sylvie was taken from her home at a young age because she doesn't share any of the cultural touchstones that Loki has? I mean, yes. Well, but I'm curious is... how she knows the she things she knows. She didn't seem you know familiar I mean? with the song. She didn't well, seem familiar with the expression, I'm full. I mean. So I did read a couple of comments. The reason she didn't seem familiar with the song is because she doesn't know Asgardian. And that was actually Loki testing her to see if she understood what he was saying. Mm. by saying things in Asgardian. She's actually Enchantress. Yeah, but I don't I don't think that that's... I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that's Obviously like way too deep, though. I think, for Loki to be like, I was testing you to see if you understood Asgardian language, blah, blah, blah. Right? No, but I think it is a, like a confirmation because they do linger on that scene a lot where he's, sing he's like singing and then everyone kind of joins in and he looks at her and she's just like staring at him. Yeah. And it, there doesn't and seem to be going, any like yeah. fondness or recollection in her face of like, oh, I know that song, or oh, that's a, that's a banger. You know, I remember. Yep. You know, because if 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 they, if I was out and someone started singing, you know, the only brew for the brave and true, I'd be like, comes from the great dragon. <laughs> so I mean, like, you know, like I feel like her just kind of being like, <laughs> that to me is like, it means something. It means she's Mephisto, guys. Full circle. Full circle. She's Kang. Ron, you just did the you just did the nerdy version of Sheesh. That was what you Yeah, you no, I didn't. I'm sorry. Amazing. I'm look, no way. I love it. I love it. Uh, but you know, chat, if you ever get up on a table and start sing singing the song, you'll have at least one person that goes, Cause from the Green Dragon. You know, you won't be completely humiliated. Yeah. True. I'll be the guy in the corner waiting for your adventure to begin. I'll be on my cloak on. I'll be smoking a long, like way too long pipe, and I'll and mm -hmm. I'll be waiting for you to approach me, ready for an adventure. Mm -hmm. Are you the my king? dangerous? I feel like I'm gonna go to the booth next to yours and be like, "Hi, I'm looking for adventure." <laughs> right, but you have to. I'm like, face the other direction. Don't look at me. <laughs> Jesus. <clears throat> well. I think that means it's time to end the episode is what that means. <laughs> uh, any, any big predictions going into episode four this week? Any, any other things that we've left out so far? I feel like we've kind of nailed a lot of the big, uh, bigger plot points. We got one in episode three that all the TVA workers are variants. Uh, what was the one in episode two? There was something. Oh, that they were brainwashed. Maybe. Yes, we, we definitely said that for episode two, we were talking about how they were probably all just normal people that the TVA brainwashed. 
Yeah. Because that's why he has jet skis, because he's probably from the 90s, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was that. I'm going to lose my shit if, if old Loki shows up. I will lose my shit he, if old Loki shows up or if Loki is one of the fucking uh, lizard men. And he's just man like a, has a, a three episodes worth of like he's, he's, got, he's in the next episodes. episode. 100%. He has to be. Has to be. Yeah. Well, and I think this will help from the film point of view in that Loki, I think, needs some power reclamation because they need the audience to really be invested in his story. And they've played him as a joke or an easily bested villain for several years now. Like the threat that was Loki in the first Avengers film has since been easily and rapidly diffused. Right. Uh, Seeing him smashed into the ground like by Hulk was although it was amusing. It also like kind of gets like, oh, oh, that Loki, like he's just not a threat anymore. Thanos like just obliterates him in like less than a second. Right. He doesn't even put up much of a fight. Um, also that the same thing happens in, uh, what is it? Thor, when Thor comes back to Asgard and Loki's pretending to be Odin, he just, he very quickly is like, Oh brother, (laughs) sorry. You know, like it, there's not even an attempt at, at a fight there, all this stuff. Right. So I feel like this might also be a, a way to have, to have some type of, of development where we think he's a viable threat and incredibly capable because that's always been his biggest, his biggest, his biggest thing is that he's so brutally capable, but he's been played for a joke. I can think of three off the top of my head when he falls for 30 minutes. Right. Dr. Strange literally treats him like a child. He's like, shut up anyways. Okay. So why, why are you here? And why'd you bring him here? And, but that also tells us something. Doctor Strange, despite being able to put him in timeout for thirty minutes, is also like, I don't want him here. Yeah, well, he's afraid of him. Yeah, yeah or afraid yeah, of what he somebody... can do. Yeah. And what we, I know, Ron? we were talking back in episode one that I was like, Loki at one point was Sorcerer Supreme because he he stole the power or whatever, or you know, finessed his way into it. I don't know. I'm just. I'm just. I feel like I'm way off the trails, and I'm just like. Pepe Sylvia. Well, hold. On. Can I can I join you in this red string crusade of yours? Come join my web. So Uh-oh. let me just say, I Uh-oh. love the idea of Loki being a joke. Except, old Loki is tired of that shit. He's like a badass. He is, he's like fucking. He's straight up pull. He's he's pulling uh the one. Jet Li. We're going back to Jet Li. And he is the reason why the sacred timeline exists is so he can wipe out all the other that's, Lokis. That's what I was saying. And yeah. get their power. And I become... don't know about get their power though. Like, have we? Do we know if they get stronger or anything like that? Like, what is he? We, I think. Who knows? I think he has a whole like, you know, no one's gonna mess with me anymore because I'm pissed off Loki. And he's like straight up, you know, like all the other Lokis are flunky Lokis, and he's, you know, yeah. he's controlling time and space. And like yeah, and so he's like offering all these other Lokis because like he's powerful. Loki. Love a Highlander, love a good Highlander. And you know what else is interesting here? This show from the outset has told us that everything you believe to be true, like okay, so in the newest trailer, Mobius says that I want to believe you could be a good guy. Yeah. Right. And in episode one, he says you just exist. To make everyone else achieve the best versions of themselves. In some ways, they're speaking directly to the audience. Because you know the audience is going to be like, 
Loki's a B-list villain, okay? He's always going to die. But this is almost on some Undertale type of thing where it's like, but what if he wasn't? Like, isn't that really sad that his fate is to just be a B-list villain, that his fate is to just be the reason the Avengers come together and literally avenge, you know, the death of, of Coulson? Like, what if, maybe that's Mobius is like talking to the audience. Like, what if Loki could be badass and could be a good guy and could serve a bigger purpose and those of you that are like well that never happened in the comics have do you even watch the mcu they don't <laughs> hold to the comics that closely like there's some broad right. strokes but they've they've straight up you know gone the opposite direction of the comics multiple times this is this is interesting because if you're right jesse yeah that makes sense and it would make sense why mobius keeps saying that like i want to believe maybe he's also telling the audience like what if everything you believe about Loki could could just not be true? Maybe. I'm really curious to see. I, I totally 100% believe we're going to get old man Loki, and I'm curious to see what his scheme is. Yeah. Because why create the TVA? What is the purpose? Why are you trying to? And it has to be a vanity thing. Oh, my God. It goes back to, like. The strongest power in the universe type deal? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I mean, so so we know, oh boy, we know a Loki who is flawed because everything in his life, like, he loses, he hates everyone, the one person he cares about is dead, you know, he's constantly mm -hmm. like, beat up and picked on, what if there was a version of Loki that none of that stuff happened to, mm -hmm. and he got, like, everything he ever wanted, what kind of total dickhole would that guy be? Oh, yeah. yeah you yeah. have to imagine, that's like, an, like, I created the TVA kind of Loki, or, you know this is man time travel stuff again what if what if this is actually the loki we know what if this is loki yeah. took the stone loki's been using yeah. the stone loki messes with time space all that stuff and then we see loki old in the future having controlled the tva for millennia and it's like oh no like you became a bad guy yeah. like what you're doing right now sets you on the path maybe that's the own wilson speech it's like what you're doing right now sets you on the path to be evil and like my dude, I know that you're a good guy. Like that guy. Who knows? Could be. Who knows? Could be. Uh, the other big. Um, my dog is going crazy right now. It's driving me insane. The other big thing that I think we tried to predict in was it episode one? Maybe it was after episode two. Is that this is in the uh, quantum realm, and that's why none of the shit works. Mm -hmm. So I'd be very interested mm -hmm. to see if that uh, like. Episode six post credit scene, they start like zooming out and it's in like, you know, some random shit in Ant Man or something like that. <laughs> some there random was in that thing. city in the background of Ant Man and like there's just a bigger building and it says like gang on it. Uh, guys, <laughs> I'll let you know, I will quit this podcast. I'm gonna be in one and oh. I'll be like, I caught it. I'm done. I don't Walk think away. I don't think King gets shown up at all or shows up at all in this there's not gonna be a giant building that just says kang on it for no, some of reason not. of course not <laughs> damn <laughs> I've, this close so close yeah all right well we'll see uh next episode's on wednesday i think we're all very much in very much excited bronze lag yeah. Up. yeah yeah we're just I wrapping did. up um okay unless you have <laughs> anything else to add i, I don't want to stop the flow of of hypothesis bronze Oh no, I think I just don't I think we sh like comics are a cool reference and a lot of times they they do give us some idea of where it's going to go. 
But as we saw with like WandaVision basically being their version of House of M, which was nothing like House of M, right? Because House yeah. of M ends, ends with no more mutants. I, I just don't, I don't think we should hold that close to like what has happened in the comics thus far, because as we've seen, they've traditionally flouted it. You know, mm. uh, I see people in chat bringing up Agent of Asgard. Yeah, we, we I, I talked about those comics like a couple uh, episodes ago. Agent of Asgard has Doctor Doom. It has Valyria. It has that dude with the sword. I don't know what that even has in common with this show, unless there's an older run of that. I don't remember. But I, I, I don't think we should like allow that to lock us in into what happens because I mean it, as we've seen in the past like that like they, they change origins and stuff like that all the time totally. you know yeah, yeah. Well, all I mean, the time. it'll set yourself up for disappointment in a lot of ways so definitely don't tie it to, to any of that they they play fast and loose uh, when it comes to the MCU and the origin stuff but and sometimes it's cool and it just works because I don't mind the way um, uh, Spectrum got her powers in one division. <coughs> I don't either. Yeah, I, th- I think it's fine. Monica Rambeau. I, I, I don't think I thought it was kind of cool. I was like, oh, OK, cool. She has powers now. But I, you know, I think it works. Yeah. So. yeah. All right. Well, let's do some uh, shout outs and call it an old show. Bronze, you want to start us off? Where can people check you out? What do you got going on? some shout outs hi hello i'm that bronze girl um yeah no it's really hot here so my brain is <laughs> melting it's like uh, way too hot in the pacific northwest but um if my internet holds out i'll be streaming today um we're playing i think a modded version of stalker this week so if you're into chernobyl Ooh. and horror games check that out um the newest episode of shikar is up on my youtube channel what else am i doing this week Oh, I'm also going to be giving Dead Island a spin for the first time ever. So, nice. That's me. I'm a full time streamer, and uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter and on Twitch. Know what I'm up to and uh, what I make. There you go. Cool, cool. Jesse I'm doing sign offs forever and still bad at them. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, do some shout outs. Uh, hey, I was on Amazon the other day and saw a tea box that looked like it was from dr strange and i was like oh my god i want to get that but then i read the reviews and it said that tea was it tasted like a mud and so i didn't buy it okay anyway uh that's all i wanted to say thanks right. see bronze i can make it i can make you seem like a star thanks jesse <laughs> great shout outs also go check out uh i'll, I'll do jesse shout out go check out his final fantasy 14 uh wow mm-hmm. comparison video that just mm-hmm. came out it's good he worked Thank really you. hard on it he did he did work very hard on it i'm, I'm so burnt out from editing i never want to he never wants to edit again i never want to edit but i have to you do your own editing uh well so i have a whole like amazing team of people that work with me but uh mm-hmm. that video i was like was i know what i want to say yeah i know yeah. what shots i want to use like that kind of thing yeah. so I, that's why I do a lot of my own editing too. So I was like, oh, I, I didn't. It's good to know other people are just as control freaky and and specific oh, as I am. I'm a psychopath that even when someone else yeah. edits my stuff, I'll go back and rewatch all of it just to make sure. I right. no okay. time is I'm saved. Not, so I'm no not crazy. time is saved. Imagine, okay, oh, no. thank you. Imagine editing I feel validated a video. now. What this is just what editing? I'm a psychopath. <laughs> editing. Yeah. You just post no, like I know I'm a, I'm a two hour podcast Less- of ranting called the MC Crew every week. That's I mean that's all I do. I don't editing. Yeah, 
Bless my dear editor Mari for dealing with me. I love nerding out with you guys every Monday morning. If if the MCU ever came to an end, I would be like, what are we gonna nerd out about? Well, then we just have to start a Harry Potter podcast. You know, we'd have to. What? No, I'm out. No, I'm good. (laughs) No, I'm all right. I don't need that. Let's let's roll it. Then we just have to start a uh, Mission Impossible podcast. You know, we'd have to watch all. You know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. That last movie kicked ass. I would be down for. Oh, it was great. For... It was fucking fantastic. That was yeah. A, yeah. yeah was, Fallout was, was amazing. That was a good ass movie. Channel. He streamed it, and I was like, "What? This movie's That's crazy!" Great. And I actually like it. Dude, it's really good. I was yeah. trolling when he was like, "The last Mission Impossible movie is great. We're gonna watch it on my stream." I was like, "He's trolling." It's incredible. And then I, I tuned into that stream, and I was like, "Okay." It's a hey, fantastic movie. It's very good. Yeah, it's yeah. a good ass movie. Yeah. It also so, hey. It has the coolest action scene slash moment in recent movie history. Where a man cocks his hands like it's guns. It's where a man cocks his hands like guns. God it, damn, that's, that's the like, coolest scene I've ever. He's like, dude. And the fact that it makes a cocking noise. And who? That's the best scene in a movie. Who thought of that? Who was like, uh, Mr. Cavill, we're going to need you to, um, we're going to need you to cock your arms, please. Please, if you could just cock your arms. Just, just act also, like they're video. Wear a or, for this. Yes, yes, and we'll they'll CG <laughs> it out for Superman and destroy that entire movie. <laughs> so good, it's so. good. You know what? I'm glad that I can proudly say I liked uh, Fallout better than than uh, whatever that Superman the movie guys a uh, better movie. According to chat, I I don't know if I I have not verified this. Apparently. Uh, Henry Cavill improvised that. He did it just subconsciously, God, and they were asked to do it again. That's that how you know is... he's a movie star, folks. That's how you that know. Guy, that, man, I love that guy. I Ooh. love him to death. What a, if that was improvised, God bless Tom Cruise and team for being like, do that do again. It, do it again. But like 80 takes of that. Oh my <laughs> so God. are we gonna are we going to bring this podcast back when Witcher season two airs? I mean, Here's we can definitely discuss it. Maybe I'm down to. I will gladly talk about it. <laughs> but so if it's, well, but if you're like a Witcher fan, you know exactly where it's going. Oh, like it's messed up yes. to be like. Uh, uh, I I've read the books. I know yeah. where this is. Yeah, I know yeah. where I we're going. Too. True. True. So, there's there's not Witcher. Really spo- there's nothing really to like speculate about. It's like the, season one was pretty by the numbers. They just told it in like a different way. But uh, you know, season two, I'm like, oh, I know where. Yeah, the yeah. setup's already there. I know exactly where we're going. Hundred percent. So hundred percent. Uh, we'll get Read a new trailer books, for that. In, nerds. We'll get a trailer for that at WitcherCon or whatever the fuck they're calling it here in like a week or two. But yeah. Sure. Anyways, that's gonna do it for the MCU crew. Thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, please feel free to uh, subscribe over on the YouTube's as well as uh, all the podcast places you can. I think we're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on all that stuff. Uh, I don't do a good enough job of shouting it out, but uh, thanks to everyone that does listen to the audio version of this and. Uh, Let's us sit there and talk about what we're seeing in images without actually seeing the images. You guys are great, Jesse. What are you doing? I was, I was, I was blowing out all, all the because it's hot. It's blowing all the hot air. Oh, okay. Because don't ask me what I'm doing. So hot? Is that what you're trying to I say? I was, I was hoping, I was hoping this would be like a thing, and then to be like, do that again. Let's take eighty takes of that, and I would have been like known on the internet for like the guy. Now, like, that's your life now. You're just you're just gonna be looking for your Henry Cavill arm cock. Moment. I gotta do something wacky. Like who cocks their arm? I gotta be the guy who like revs his legs, you know? <laughs> like in the cartoons. <laughs> you're just, you're just doing this constantly like pulling down your legs. Dude, what yeah, if I'll the, figure it out? I hope at the next Olympics 
they're doing some like dash or something and he sets a world record but before the guy like lines up he sits there and fucking revs his legs you know he gets his legs all <laughs> another revved guy up. comes up behind him and puts his like foot on his butt and starts like pulling a cord yep speaking of yep. revving are you excited for the army of darkness no we have to go we gotta go we gotta go make sure to rev your legs Ladies and gentlemen, it's important, okay? You always got to rev before you run. We don't make the rules around here. We just say stupid gotta shit. Got to rev before you run. That's true. We'll see you next Monday for more MCU crew. Have a good one. Bye-bye. <laughs>